0: This is Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, episode 67 for the week of June 22nd, 2020. Hello from Lincoln Public Schools, I'm Brian Fitzgerald. And I'm Jason Keyes. Welcome to
1: Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, our podcast that gives you an inside look at the people, activities, and programs that make LPS the amazing place it is. This week, we'll hear from someone who definitely made LPS an amazing place. I had a chance to talk with Asia Fleming, who recently graduated from Lincoln High. Uh, I got to know Asia through her her work on a communications diversity advisory committee that we have, uh, as well as the MLK Youth Rally. She's an incredibly thoughtful young woman and is destined for big things, as you'll hear. But first, let's see what's making news on LPS.org.
0: So the LPS Air Force Junior ROTC program was honored recently as one of the 50 best in the country. And what makes that even more impressive is that there are nearly 900 ROTC programs in the country. So congratulations to Trent Woodruff and all the ROTC students.
1: Yeah, I've had an opportunity to cover a lot of stories of the the ROTC program over there and I've always been very impressed. So Congratulations. Uh, every year, and as you've been hearing us say for the last couple weeks, uh, the Foundation for Lincoln Public Schools honors students and educators from across the district with the Inspire Award. We're featuring four of the winners over the next month. Our third featured winner this week is Annika Carlson from Sheridan Elementary.
0: Be sure also to watch the virtual graduation ceremony for students in the LPS Independence Academy. The mission of the Independence Academy is to prepare students with disabilities primarily aged 18 to 21 to gain the skills and connections they need to facilitate a positive transition into adult living. So go check that out on the website. And I think it was also up on Facebook Live.
1: Yes, yeah, it was. And I've, uh, the in-person event, I've had a chance to go to that a couple times, and that's always great. And um, kudos that we could uh, figure out a way to still make that happen. And big shout out to our colleague, Brianna Campbell. She's been doing a great job with these virtual graduation ceremonies. So now let's listen to my interview with recent Lincoln High graduate, Asia Fleming. Okay, I'm here with Asia Fleming, a recent graduate of Lincoln High School, and someone who um, was very active in a lot of activities and causes during her time in Lincoln Public Schools. Asia, thanks for joining me today, and it's good to see you again.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. (laughs)
1: Uh, So before we kind of delve into the last four months and your experiences with all that's been going on, Why don't you just talk a little bit um, about your time with LPS in terms of where you went to school and, you know, what sort of activities you were involved in and things like that.
2: Okay. Um, Yeah. So my name is Asia Fleming. Um, I graduated this year from Lincoln High School. Um, I went to elementary school in Norwood Park and Arnold Elementary School. Um, And then I went to Scope Middle School and then to Lincoln High for four years. Um, I did the IB program at Lincoln High. I played softball for three years. I was in marching band, concert band, um, but my longest like commitment has been the Reverend Dr. Martin King Jr. Youth Rally March Planning Committee. and I've been doing that since I was in fourth grade, um, and then that kind of opened a lot of opportunities as I got older to be able to work um, with people at the district office. Um, I worked on the high school task force. Um, and then when that transitioned to SVAC, I also served on that committee, and then um, we helped plan for the new high school and other new facilities that are going to be built um, with LPS, and then I also served on the LPS Diversity Communications Advisory Council, Um, and the communications department kind of worked on making sure that um, stories were being told from multiple perspectives, and making sure that they were being sensitive um, to all people. Um,
1: and you were and then, you were a tremendous you were a tremendous voice on that, and we still might try to um include you in that somehow. Okay.
2: Thank you. I'd love yeah. to uh, anything that I can do to help. So, but yeah, Great. that's really what I've been doing.
1: Um, just piggybacking on that, I guess a little bit. What um, what are you gonna miss most about um? Lincoln High and being in high school? I'm just curious.
2: Um, You know, Lincoln High was really like a family to me. Mm. And I mean, I'm sure that anybody that goes to any of the other six high schools would say the same about their high school. Um, But Lincoln High was different. And I really felt like I had a place there. And I don't know, even though you would walk the hallways, and not know everyone that you saw, Mm -hmm. you would still feel like you were tied to them somehow. Mm -hmm. And I know that I met a lot of individuals, both um, like my peers and teachers and administrators that were just, I mean, amazing. Um, And I would not trade my experience at Lincoln High for anything else. Mm.
1: Well, and then I was gonna ask you, you sort of just answered that, but kind of looking back, Overall, how would you describe your LPS experience, ups and downs?
2: Um, I mean, overall, like, I had a really positive experience. I always had teachers that were willing to um, help me when I needed help and were there when I needed advice and were there to be a shoulder to cry on when I didn't always do the best on the test or um, if things are going on outside of school that I needed to talk about. Um, I just always felt like I had a family. Um, of course, there were moments where, uh, like, things mm-hmm. weren't as great. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes I had experiences where, um, I don't know, I, I didn't feel like a teacher fit that part where I felt like most of the teachers I had have been family, mm-hmm. but um, some of them responded to situations where I was upset in ways that I didn't really expect them to respond.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I guess now sort of just more talking about the last, you know, few months of the school year. <laughs> um, and I guess specifically at first, I guess just the pandemic stuff and all of a sudden, you know, you weren't able to go to school for your last you know few months of high school um what was that like for you when everything pretty much shut down and it was like well this is
0: it
2: um it was unexpected i remember it happened so fast yes yes um i remember in january hearing about covid um and I remember being one of the early people to say, oh, it's just like the flu, like, okay. there's no need to worry. But we also had leadership um, nationwide that was like, you don't need to worry. And so, I mean, as a, as a general population, we were all okay. pretty unconcerned with the issue. Um, and then as February came, I started to get a little more worried and thought about, you know, maybe this is a little more serious than the flu and then March and. Um, and then it was just kind of like, um, you're not going back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, and at first I was upset. Um, and I didn't know how to accept the fact that, um, I had my last day at Lincoln high and I didn't even know it. Um, I think that's the part that hurts the worst is that there wasn't closure for me to be able to say goodbye. And I, I think it taught me don't take those days for granted. Um, cause I remember I'd wake up some mornings for school and it would be after I stayed up super late working on an assignment and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could just go back to bed. I don't want to go to school today. Um,
1: or I just want to go I, to college. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I said that multiple times too. And, and I kind of felt like I wish my days away sometimes. And, um, if I could get one chance to just go back and say goodbye and walk the holes one more time, I mm-hmm. wish I could do that but one mm-hmm. um, circumstance per minute, maybe, but um I also yeah. think that we've had time I personally have had time to process i can't think like speak for anybody else, but I've had time to process being out of school um in the whole situation and ready to move on to the next chapter in my life and mm-hmm. start anew at u n l and Mm -hmm. um, keep doing what I've been doing.
1: So, um, and I know you're, you know, just from talking to you before, I know you like, what, probably hundreds of thousands of graduating seniors, their, their college plans end up being a little different too now because of all this, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I got accepted into Howard and I really wanted to go to Howard. Um, but
1: in Washington, DC, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. Um, it's a historically black college um, and a lot of famous people have graduated <laughs> from there. Um, and it was kind of my, my dream school. I mean, still is my dream school. And if I could go there later, I would absolutely take the opportunity. Um, and it was an honor to be accepted into that institution. Definitely. Um, but uh, as a lot of people know, Um, In the U.S., student loan debt is um, not your friend, and um, neither is Uh, (laughs) COVID-19. Yeah,
1: that's a double whammy right there.
2: Yeah, so (laughs) I kind of changed my decision and decided to stay here um, in Lincoln and go to UNL. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to major in secondary social sciences education.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: Yeah, I hope (laughs) to become um, a social sciences teacher. I specifically love history, but um, okay. yeah, so my That's plans great. did shift a little bit, but I'm also okay because mm-hmm. I know that I'm still going to be able to do a lot of things. Lincoln might be kind of small compared to Washington, D.C., but mm. that doesn't mean that I still can't make an impact. So
1: Yeah, and you know, over the next at least four years, I mean, you've built so many roots here established so many roots and connections that it'll be nice for you to still continue to, you know, work on a lot of these things that you've been doing since you were in elementary school.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That's kind of the big, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. I may not have gotten to do exactly what I wanted, but Mm -hmm. I still have opportunities here and new doors will open and Mm -hmm. others will close, but I still get to do a lot of things here.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I know, you know, you've kind of alluded to that, but you've always been, you know, involved in social cause causes and, you know, especially issues of diversity and race relations. And um, have you been involved, I'm guessing, with some of the local protests and events that have been going on?
2: Yeah, so I went to, um, I think I've been to three protests. Uh, I remember the first protests I went to, we walked to 48th and 0, and that was a lot. But, you know. <laughs> it was It was for a good cause, and as as tired as my feet were, I knew that I was doing it for a good reason um and I know that there were people who paved the way for me to be able to do that um and at at the end of it, I was like actually I don't, that was an honor to be able to do something like that and um be able to you know as Dr. Wewell Bullock said, stand up and speak out and um you know, walking down this O Street and people are honking and saying Black Lives Matter and feeling that support and that there are people here in Lincoln that care about the Black community, even though sometimes Mm -hmm. it it can be hard to see, especially Mm -hmm. with um, Nebraska being predominantly white. Um, Don't get me wrong, there are still issues that have to be addressed here, um, but it was really a privilege to see so many people in Lincoln coming together um to protest.
1: Mhm. Yeah, so as someone who just graduated from high school and you know, you're part of the, the next generation that really has a chance to be a part of what we hope is change, um what's your you know, your level of optimism about the next, I don't know, five, ten, even twenty years in terms of there being real real change in terms of, you know, race relations in this country. Are you optimistic?
2: I am. I, I know, like, a lot of my peers are really hesitant about that. And, Uh you know, are kind of, um, well, things have always been the same, so they'll stay the same. But um, like you said, we are that generation. And so I'm just thinking to myself, we don't have to keep it the same that it has been for 400 years. We Uh can, we can make it different. And You know, I finally feel like adults are finally starting to listen. It took them a minute, but, um, I mean, if you look across the protests that have been going on across the country, I mean, really, there's no one over the age of 40. And, I mean, mean, there's a a large group of people um, compared to the older generation who's been living the same way for a long time. And, I mean, there's even people in that group that are waking up and figuring out, you know, maybe it is time for a change. And, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I think the most impactful quote that I've heard from, uh, was from Will Smith. And and he said that racism, something along the lines of racism isn't increasing, it's just being filmed. Um, Mm -hmm. and so people are finally like getting to see it in front of their eyes and being such a digitally, digitally connected society. I mean, I mean, I hate to say, but what better way to get out information and, and maybe people will finally start to listen when they can see it right in front of their face. And if you choose not to, you're just choosing to not acknowledge the problem.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. So last question. Um, if you see yourself in 20 years, what would be your dream? What would you be doing? What do you want to do you mentioned it a little, as far as teaching, probably right
2: yeah, um I there's so much I want to do, and sometimes I can't keep track of all it, but all of it, <laughs> but um I want to teach for a little while, um, and I'm gonna keep doing things related to activism until I don't have to do it anymore, and I'm hoping that my kids um in the future, if I have them. Um, And their kids, if they choose to have them, um, don't have to keep fighting these same battles anymore. Um, We need to move on to a a different level of society um, because this clearly isn't working. Um, And so I guess in 20 years, I hope that um, I'm not living in a society where I have to go out and protest and um, worry about, White supremacists, or um, going to Walmart to buy um, hair care products and having to purchase it in a perimeter because they're afraid that I'm gonna steal the steal the products because of the color of my skin. And um, so I'm hoping that I live in a society where that doesn't exist anymore. It's going to take a lot of work, and there's going to be a lot of pain and sacrifice, um, but. I truly believe that we can get there, and, you know, I mean, what what, what better um, source of motivation than looking at the people from the Civil Rights Movement and remembering what they did and using their strategies and um, just keeping that legacy alive, um, because at, at one point, I, I, I believe that it got through to some people, and it's going to be the same thing again, and making sure that you got to get the people that are on the fence about things and unsure about where they stand because those are the people that you need on your side. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Well, I think you're going to be part of that change. That's for sure. And, and selfishly, as as someone who's going to be living in Lincoln for a while, I'm I'm glad we kept you here. <laughs>
2: thanks. I'm I'm glad I'm here. So. All
1: right. Well, thanks, Asia.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yep. Okay, well, that was great. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Asia again and being able to see her. Um, and just a couple quick takeaways. I, had, I thought it was great that she wants to be a teacher. Uh, I know she would be a great teacher, and hopefully if she does, it's with LPS. And if she um, decides, well, even if she does decide to be a teacher, I hope she could also run for public office someday because um, she'd be a great representative. And I also took away, um, it was interesting to hear her and someone in that age group Talk about how, despite everything that's going on um, with, the, um, with the protests and the race relations, uh, just how optimistic she was about how there is going to be change this time. And uh, it was great hearing someone that age just um, be able to see it through that lens. So I really enjoyed that.
0: Thank you, Jason, for that interview and uh, excellent uh, interview with Asia. If there's anything that you've heard today that you'd like to learn more about, there's links to everything on our podcast page at ops.org slash podcast And if you want to subscribe and get notified each week when we push up a new episode, you can find us on your favorite podcast service. Links to those are also at lps.org slash podcast. And that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us right here on Stories from Lincoln Public Schools.